Rabbi good morning. Agut Nerev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, Parashas Kiseitse, Tovshin Pei Gimel. Ah, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, we're holding in the second Shabbos of the month of Elul. Last week we had Rish Kaidish, and we had the first Shabbos, was Parashas Shoiftim, and now we're holding Parashas Kiseitse, we're moving on. And as we used to say, we. Beginning of the year, a lot of times the Talmudim from Ner Yaakov would come to the to Eretz Yisrael during this week, this coming week, in between the parish of Kiseitze and Kisavai. And I always used to say that parish of Kiseitze represented the leaving, the leaving Kiseitze when you leave, you leave uh, the golden Medina, so to speak, and Kisavai, Kisavai will be Kisavai Eretz when you'll come to the land, to the land of Eretz Yisrael. This uh, Shabbos uh, is, as usual, packed with a lot of chizuk, and we want to try to get chizuk as best as we can. So for those of you who saw that we sent out a new initiative of a short vart and a short story, but um, and I hope that everyone will enjoy that as well, but we're going to continue on our normal path. The regular will continue to give the longer version for those of you who are up to listening to the longer version, and I hope that many of you will remain uh, attuned to this uh, part of the podcast as well. I have to tell you that there's two Yidin who I want to speak about, uh, with hard not to mention great, great G'daylam, even though they were literally come out 100 years apart from each other. The first one I want to mention is the Petira of the Rosh Hashiv of Chaim Berlin, Rav Aaron Shechter, Zeichat Tzadik Levracha, who I was Zeichat to, to know a bit and to know his family and to to hear from him as well, and he was the great Talmud of Rav Hutner Zatzal. He himself was born in the United States of America at a time when it wasn't popular to go to yeshivas. His parents were makpid that he should end up, but he should go to yeshivas. Ended up becoming literally the Talmud Muvuk of Rav Hutner Zatzal in both learning and machshava, and his avoda in yeshivas Rabbeinu Chaim Berlin. It created the continuation, the continuity of Rav Hutner's vision of what Godless Adam is. The Godless Adam, with the complete, 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 complete broadness of understanding and broadness of spirit, of the the Olam of Torah, the Olam of Avoda, the Olam of of the Chaydus Halvavus, and, and this message of Rav Aaron was a, a great, great light for not only Yeshivas Rabbeinu Chaim Berlin, for the entire Olam and it's a big loss. I heard some of the spadim from some of the family members that his Midas Tavis and his, his his caring about individuals, and the, the, especially he cared about the Russian Yidin, and um, many, many other accolades we could say about him. Now's not the time to give a hespit. But we do want to say that Reb Aaron was the link in the chain, which continues, and Mirza Hashem will continue as Chaim Berlin has such an important role to play in the Olam Torah. The other person we want to mention that t- tomorrow is the ninth day of Elul, and that was the day that a uh, hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, Rabbi Zay, that the great Reb Meir Shapiro, Zeich HaTzadik Levrocha, the Lubliner Rosh Hashiva, announced the initiative of the starting of the Daf HaYomi. 
And I just want to say that, first of all, we see today the revolution, which I mentioned many, many years ago in 2005, when I was able to be the MC at the first English-speaking um, for the English-speaking community in Eretz Israel. And I mentioned that Rav Meir Berlin, that Rav Meir Shapiro was able to create a revolution. And it came out, I took a look at the dates in those days. The, the, the initiative was 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 uh, called out at the Kasiya Gedoyla in the in the in front of the Chafetz Chaim, which we'll mention Chafetz Chaim Zerchatzanik Lidrocha. But the first first Dafa Yaimi cycle started on Rosh Rosh Hashanah Elul of 1923. Uh, Rosh Hashanah Elul, not Elul, Rosh Hashanah of the month of Tishrei of 1923. And it's an interesting note that that happened to be September 11th, 9/11 in the English calendar, and I said that in a certain remez that we know what happened to 9-11 in 2001, but prior to that, uh, there was a real revolution which took place, which was the revolution of Mary Shapiro, also in 9-11. It was the Rosh Hashanah of Elul, the Rosh Hashanah of the Brias HaAdam, which now, till today, if we think about how many and how many hundreds and Thousands and million, millions of dafin have been learnt. Million, millions of dafin have been learnt by Yidden from that time until today. A hundred years of continuity of the limud of the dafayomi shas bavli and Yidden of all walks of life. And this was the vision of Reb Meir Shapiro. He had this vision that every single Jew, no matter what, Svardi, Ashkenazi, Temani, Moroccan, Hasidish, Litvish. Any person could walk into any base medrash throughout the world and he would be able to be a friend, a chavrusa, a, 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 a shemeya of the, of the shir, the dav hayomi. Today, we see the revolution of, you know, you have those people that listen to Eli Stefanski and those people that listen to the Aldaf and everyone has their rebbe's gewaldik, a gewaldik, a schusim of the dav hayomi. And uh, Reb Meir Shapiro was the one that came up with this idea. They say over that when he came, there was a discussion. People weren't sure that they should allow this. Megidon didn't learn like this. It wasn't the concept of learning Bikiyas and learning another daf and another daf. But he felt very strongly that this would be a great, great revolution. And he voiced it to the Chafetz Chaim, and the Chafetz Chaim agreed. And the Chafetz Chaim gave him an etzah. He said, listen, I want you to come in around 20 minutes after the beginning of the session. He was very bewildered. But he listened to the Chafetz Chaim and he came in. After the Chafetz Chaim already had gone in, and when he came in, it was ready. Everyone after everyone had been seated, and when Rameir Shapiro came in, the Chafetz Chaim, it was then in his late eighties, he stood up for him. And if Chafetz Chaim stood up for this younger Shishiva, who else couldn't stand up for him? Everyone stood up for him. And then Rameir Shapiro, he went and he announced the the the, the concept of the Daf and everyone knew then that the Chafetz Chaim was behind it. And from that moment and onwards, it moved forward, it marched forward, and it became the most popular, the most popular limud for the Hamayin Am of Klai Yisrael. And uh, they say Rameir Shapiro said that he had two, he didn't have any of his own children. He passed away fairly young, but he left two children. He had a, a son and a daughter. And he said the daughter was is Yeshiva's Chachme Lublin, which we know was an unbelievable Yeshiva, and even though it didn't have a long stand, 
I always think about that in, in lieu of, you know, a lot of times you have yeshivas, including Ner Yaakov, which had a, a short, a, a shortened version of a, of, 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 a, of a lifetime. Ner Yaakov was 21 years. The whole yeshivas of, of, of Chachmei Lublin was, if I'm not mistaken, between 10 and 12 years. The entire, till he built it, until he made it. But what he produced from that, he produced from that tremendous Talmud HaChachamim and tremendous amounts of Lom De Torah. And he said that was his daughter and the son. He said, the son is my Daf HaYaymi. And he said over that he had a dream, a Chalom, that his mother came to him and his mother showed him a keter, a crown that she had, and it was filled with all kinds of precious jewels on it. And he asked his mother, what are all these jewels? She says, every single time that a Yid learns a Daf HaYaymi, they add on another jewel to my crown. Can you imagine, Rabbi Sai? Can you imagine the crown of glory that the Rabbani Shalom gives to the mother of the founder of the Daf HaYaymi? Ah! So what can we learn from this? What can we learn from this? First of all, these great Yidin, Rebbeir Shapiro of the Daf HaYaymi, Rebbeir and Shechter, in, the, uh, in his, in his Avaidah in Chaim Berlin, we have to learn that every single one of us has the ability to make a revolution. We find in this week's parsha, how do we make the revolution? The first thing is, Kiseitzei, the famous words of the beginning of the parsha, and the Mepharshim all say, this is a remez, you will go out into battle, you'll go into battle against two. The simple understanding is, but the Mepharshim say, is, it's the Mepharshim say, every single one of us, this moment in our calendar, the month of Elul, we realize we have to fight the battle against the Yetzirah. And what does the Torah tell us? Simple things, Kiseitze, Go out to battle. Every single person should try his best to improve himself. And if a person will go to battle, he'll try himself to go out of his comfort zone, so to speak. If he'll do that, his shtadlis, there's a promise. will place in your hands the enemy, and you will capture him. And you will capture him. And then the Torah speaks about the parish of the Eishu Shifas Tar, which we're not going to, to discuss. We've discussed this in previous years, but we want to bring out this point. The first thing is to recognize that how do we go out to battle? First, we have to do our part, which is our Hishtadlus and our Avaida. And then secondly, that, then HaKadosh Baruch says, if you do your Hishtadlus, then the Son of Hashem HaVakecha, HaKadosh Baruch will give us Siyat HaDashmaya. A lot of times people can't come take a look at the month of Elul and they say, ah, oh, how am I going to fix up all the different things which I have to fix up? It's, it's not impossible to fix it up, right? The answer is begin. Begin the battle, begin the start, and the Rabbanu Shul will supply the siyata d'shmaya. Um I always say, I said over recently that our new remez of Elo, everyone knows Anila Daidi Vidaidili, and there are other Ramazim in Elo. But I want to say this year that Elo is a remez, Efshar Lishanot. It's possible to change. It's possible to change. Again, Elo, Efshar Lishanot. It's possible to change. Ve'efshar Lishanot. It's possible to change. A person should never say it's impossible for me to change. No, every single one of us can take one step in the right direction. What one step in the right direction could mean having kavana in a bracha, having uh, a little bit of thinking about klal yisrael to daven for the for the salvation of Klai Yisrael, for the Yeshuas of Klai Yisrael. Picking up a new Seder, it could be a five-minute Seder, it could be a ten-minute Seder. 
saying some parakim of tilim, giving tzedakah, any effort which a person does, that changes a person. Elo, efshar l'shanot, efshar l'shanot. Ah, egeval de gavart. The Pasuk says that if you will capture her, you'll capture the, the you'll go out into battle, and it says you will capture an Eishas Yifas Toyar. So the Pasuk says, uh, you will take her. Let's hold on, let's get the the Heilige from the Teide. The Heilige from the Teide. And the Torah says, if you will capture the Eishas Yifas Toyar, you take it into your household. The Gilchus Rosha, you have to share her hair. You have to make her uh, nails ugly. You take off her clothes, which were the clothes which she used to entice the Jewish boys. And you put on the clothes of Avelus. And it says she will cry to her father and to her mother, Yerach Yomim, for 30 days. The Torah used the Lashon of Yerach. The Mepharshim all point out that the, that the Pshat Yerach Yomim Zerah Kodesh already brings it, brings it down. He says, Yerach Yomim is a reminder, is a remez to Chodesh Elo. The month of Elo, 30 days. The person recognized the month of Elo, the month of Tshuva, the month of Rachamim, is the time period where we should cry. Uh, we should cry. We're also considered the Shavisa Shivya. We've been captured by the Yetzirah, so to speak. So, so, so to speak. Yerach Yomim. And we have to cry over the father and the mother. So the Chidah says that this is a remez to what the Gemara says in Mesech the Yuma. We know that Chazal were mevatel, they were mevatel, the Yates of Avodazor. The Yates of Avodazor was so strong. Wow, it was impossible. We, don't, we have no concept, we have no understanding of how difficult Torah speaks about it so much. We don't have Avodazor today. Why? Chazal were mesfalo and the mevatel, the, the Yates of Avodazor. And then the Gemara says, that we, they tried to be mevatel the Yetzar of Arayas, of immorality. And then what happened was, for a certain amount of time, there were no people that were getting pregnant because no one was having intimate relationships and there was no fulfillment of the mitzvah of Pirivarivya. So they had to descend from that level. They said, no, we must still have the, the, the Yetzar of Arayas. If not, people would not have marital relations and there would be no population of the world. But... There was still a certain amount of, 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 of capturing which was done. And this is hinted to in the Pasuk. Baruch will place into your hands, in your hands, the Yetzir of Avodah Zorah. And that was given over into the hands of Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael now has, we don't have the Yetzir of Avodah Zorah. And you will capture also the ability to be able to fight against the Yetzirah of Arias. Kodesh Baruch Hu did not completely, completely destroy it, but he made it to the point that it has a bit of shivya. You still have some sort of capturing ability to it. Ah, there's a Gavaldik Remez. What type, of, what type of ammunition do we go out to battle with? I saw the Chido also brings down at the end of last week's Parsha, when he speaks about the Parsha of Egla Rufa, the last Pesach says, now you should destroy the Nam Hanoki Mikrbecha from your midst. The innocent blood from your Kirbecha. Whatever the Pshad in that is, whatever that means, either you'll find the, the Hayrig and you'll kill him. But the, the main thing is take a look at the the Isis of Aata Tavir. This the Rashi Isis 
the Rashi Tevis and the Sefer Tevis. The Vav is the, the beginning of Ata. The Tuf is the beginning of Tevayim. The He is the beginning, is the end of Ata, and the Resh is the end of Tevayim. And those letters spell out Torah. You want to know how we're going to go into battle? This is the Smichas of the Pasha. Ata Tevayim. Take the Koyach of Torah. The Koyach of Torah, that is how we go into battle. And I think this is a great, great lesson. As we're entering into the month of Elul, we spoke about such great Yidden who accepted upon themselves and gave over to the world the Torah in such a beautiful, beautiful fashion. Dafayami, Reb Meir, the Gavaldika continuation of Reb Aaron Zetzal. So we can take upon ourselves to go out into battle with the Koyach of Torah, with the Asik of Torah, the more we'll be making ourselves to learn Whatever each person at his level, and today it's very, very easy. There's so much that we can find to learn. We should do that, not only for ourselves. Today, women also have the ability to learn Torah. There's so many shiurim and so many things that come around, and everyone needs to follow in that path. There's a few Ramazim I just want to mention, which are Givaldike, Givaldike, Psukim in the Parsha. In this week's Parsha, we find that it says, Arboyim Yakenu. We should go. And we should uh, hit a person with uh, 40 lashes. And everyone speaks about that. Really, we know that this is going against the lamites makis that we give to a person that, um, that, that commits an avera. And everyone asks the shayla, the maral already is the one that speaks about it in detail. In this week's parasha, he says, well, uh, number one is we only give 39 makis the Torah calls it Arboyim Akas. It's Arboyim Chaser Achas. It's, it's 40 minus 1. Why 40 minus 1? Just say 39. Why do we say, why do we say, why do we say 40? So the morale says an unbelievable thing. It says when a person, we know that every single person uh, comes from uh, an embryonic stage. And it says, the Yetzirah Savlad is Arboyim Yom. It takes Arboyim Yom for the formation of a child to come into the world, to come into the mother's stomach. What happens on the 40th day? In the 40th day, the neshama is given. That means the first 39 days are the physical, uh, the physical manifestation of the, of, of the human being. The 40th is when the neshama is brought in. That's what the Gemara says. And the Arboyim Malchus is really connected the Arboyim Yom Shal Yetzirah Havlad. When a person does a sin, what happens is, is that his neshama becomes affected by the goof. And the goof is really what's giving the decisions over to the neshama. And the neshama loses its pristine, its pristine tahara ability. So what do we have to do? We have to give malchus. Tomei, tomei. We have to get rid of the tumah. So what do we do? We give malchus. But the malchus is done only 39 times. Why? Because after the 39th time that you've hit the goof, now all of a sudden you've separated again that the neshama is now pristine. It's not affected by the goof. The arboyim yoim is the time period when it becomes completely pure. That's now we're reinstituting, we're replacing the neshama back into its prime force, to its prime time. That's chat. The Torah says arboyim chaserachas. Because all you have to do is put yourself into the matzav of 
of cleansing up your, your body should not affect when the body becomes more connected to the neshama then everything is all right. And this is the way we understand that the month of Elul is 30 days, but we recognize that Elul is also included in uh, the Avodah that goes all the way to Yom Kippur, which is 40 days. And that's Merumah's in the Ani L'doidi V'doidi Li, that the Seifet Tevis are the Tevis of Yud, 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 four times, which is 40 days, and therefore the Avodah of Elul is really not complete until we get to Yom Kippur. What's the Pshat in the Avodah of Elul going into Yom Kippur? The answer is that according to this morale, we can truly understand it. Yes, the 30 days is like a Chazaka, like 30s is a Chazaka, Yerach Yomim. But we have to continue the extra 10 days. The extra 10 days are the days when we complete the hitting, the knocking, the getting rid of the, of the goof affecting the Neshama. And after those 39 days, we'll get to the Erev, we'll get to Erev Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur comes. Yom Kippur is not a day of tshuva. Yom Kippur is a day of tahara. Yom Kippur is a day where the neshama becomes pristine again, and it's now into its matzav of having kedusha v'tahara. Ah, Rabbi is just saying these words. We have a gavaldic, gavaldic taste of what this avoid of the month of El is all about, and what this parashik yisaitzi is teaching us, and everything that's going on in the world as well. I mentioned this week that tefillah is synonymous with man. We know that uh, Rosh Hashanah is the time when man was created. Adam is synonymous with tefillah. Where do we see that? We see it in the word Adam. Adam has the Aleph, the Dalit, and the Mem. We know that every letter, there is what's called the, the Nigla and the Nister. Aleph is the, is, represents the uh, Adam. And we know that Aleph has within it the Lamed and the Pei, because Aleph, if you spell it out, the Miloi, the hidden part, is the Lamed and the Pei. Mem, excuse me, Dalit is the Ois Dalit, that's the Nigla, and the Lamed and the Tuf of Dalit, Lat, is the Nigla, is the Nister. Mem, the Ois, which is Mem, has two Mems to it, the Nigla and the Nister. If we put those different letters together, we spell out, in the, in, the, in the Nister, we spell out the word mispalel. Adam is synonymous with tefillah. When man it does what he's supposed to do, he's a mispalel. He davens to HaKadosh Baruch Rabbi said, this is what we have to do in these days. The tikkun is both the avodah of the Torah, which we said before, and the avodah of tefillah. Ah, I saw some Gavadik Ramaz, I want to mention them. In this week's parsha, it says, We're now learning Masech the Kedushin in the Daf Hayomi, and I'm Zorcha now to teach Masech the Kedushin in the Machon Shlomo starting up in a week. The Gemara says in Brachas that in Marava, in Eretz Yisrael, they used to say when a person would get married, they would ask him, Oh, Matzah, Oy Matzah, famous Gemara. Did you find her or did you find her? The Gemara says, Matzah, did you find her? That's going to the Pasuk of Matzah, Isha, Matzah type. Did you find a good wife? Oh, that's connected to the Pasuk of Matzah, Isha, Matzah type. Or Matzah. Was it just Matzah, which is going in the Pasuk of Kehelis, Umaitzah, When a person, unfortunately, when there's a woman of not such good stature, 
and that can cause a person to have a lot of bitterness and a lot of difficult times. Why does the Torah call the Lashon of Isha Toiv as a Matzah, which means past, and in Marmi Mavis, we say Matzah, which is present, I found. So the Gros says, the Derech of B'nai Adam is, when something is good, so when you, you ask him, is it good? He said, yeah, in the beginning it was good. You know, I got a new car. Yeah, in the beginning it was a new car. It was good. I had a new car. Yeah, but now as, the, as life goes on, you get used to it. doesn't have that same newness. doesn't have that same attachment to being good. You know, so it's continuously being good. It was good. I bought it in the past. Same thing happens, he says, with a wife sometimes. We go into marriage. We, first few days in a marriage, it's a honeymoon. It's a shever brachas. The beginning of life is all roses. Then as life goes on, unfortunately, sometimes we forget about our commitments. We forget about our association. We forget about the great Ava and Achva V'shalom V'reyes that we had in the beginning because we have the, the multitude of things that are coming along in life. So it becomes, it's a, it's a matzah. It's something that happened in the past. But Maitzi, when it comes to Isha Mami Lovis, not just the beginning, then it's a constant battle. And this is a lushan of Hoiveh. This is a little remis, Isha. So what do we want, Rabbi? So we want to have the Matzah Isha Matzah Taiv. The Grah says an unbelievable thing. Listen to this Grah. The Grah says that everything is Marumas in the Torah. And he said that the parshas of Devarim, each parsha is connected a different one of the hundred years between the Elif Hashishi, it's called. Do we know that's when the Vilnagon lived? And he says, Parshish Kisetze was the Parsha of the, of the 1600s and the 1600s of the, of the, the 600 of the 1600s. And at those Parshish, those Parshish were Parshish which um, there were a lot of difficulties a lot of Muhammad that were going on. The Reb Chaim Velazhin asked the Vilna Gain, where is his name, where is the Vilna Gain's name hinted to in the Sefer, because he was talking about his times in Parshish Kisetze. So the Vilna Gain said, it's hinted to in the words, in Perik Chavhei Pesach Tezvav, Evan Shlema V'tzedek Yilach, speaking about the Indian of weights, so it says, Evan Shlema V'tzedek Yiloch. So the Vilna Gain says, Evan Shlema, Evan is, Aleph of Evan is Eliyahu. And what's the, what's afterwards? Instead of Evan, it's Ben Shlema. Eliyahu, which is going on, Eliyahu, the Rabbein, the Gra, was the son of Shlema. Now the truth is, they is, it's really Shlema Zalman. The Mepharshim, the Sefer, the Sefer, the Sefer, gave an answer for that. The main thing is there was a remez in this week's parasha to the Vilna Gain. So then they asked the Gain that why was he only mentioned in the Aleph as like a, a remez? Ben Shlaimer had his full name. So why is it only mentioned in the Aleph? So he says, well, the Aleph is the Aleph, if you spell it out, again, the Miloy of the Aleph, if you read it backwards, it's Pele. He says, my Torah, I wasn't saying as a Gaiva, my Torah is Dvarim Neflaim. Dvarim Neflaim means it's something which is hidden. We know the Vilna Gaon read everything very, very bekitzer. You have to really delve into it. It was a Dvar Mufloim. Evan Shlema, Rabbi, a remez to the, the Vilna Gaon. Ah, just to see these little words and the Pulayim of the Torah and to get inspiration, these are the things that we have to take with us as we enter into this Shabbos. This Shabbos, where we connect with 
the great Rebbeir Shapiro, we connect with the Torah Kedosha, which gives us the ammunition to go into battle. And we're living in a world, we have to see the world the way it is. Take a look at the world, Putin, uh, no question about it. You know, be a big brain surgeon to figure out what happened to his prodigy who was shot down and his airplane got shot down or blew up in the middle of the sky. We're talking about Rishoyim, killing Rishoyim. Over here in, in, in America, we see that the, the, the presidential contenders are not here to decide which one's better and which one's not better. But we see that the whole element of COVID for what a president is, is something which is being shaken to the, to the, to the, to the core. There's such a bizarre the president used to be the apex of what a person could become in the United States of America. Now we see that these things are not the same. Over here in Eretz Yisrael, unfortunately, we have the tremendous, tremendous um, opposition to the, to, the, to the from people and to the government. And there's demonstrations, and the demonstrations are against Yiddishkeit. So what can we take from this? What can we take from this? We can only do one thing. The month of Elul. The month of Anila Daidi Vidaidi, the month of Efshalashanis, Efshalashanis. It's possible to change, it's possible to change. How do we change? We changed, like we said before, with the Rashi Tevis of Torah. We go into battle and we say, Hakarish Borch will help us. And if we'll do that, that this Parshish, Parshish Kiseitse, will bring us Bracha. And as we get closer to Rosh Hashanah, the day of the creation of Adam Arishan, we ourselves will turn back to the Adam. We will turn back to the people that are on the spalo. We should be zeicher. We want to give a bracha to everybody. We should be refuas, yeshulas, and the coming of Mashiach Tzikeno, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.